couldn't take the whole world, but give me Jesus. No turning back, no turning back. Well, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. The more we seek him, is the deeper our intimacy with him becomes. And building off of Resurrection Sunday and what God has done for us in the person of Christ, the longing of each heart now ought to be that of pursuing the love that has ransomed us. His love sought after you and me and ransomed us. And it doesn't stop there. It's like the old chorus that reminds us, uh, he gets sweeter and sweeter as the days go by. Oh, what a love between the Lord and I. I keep falling in love with him over and over and over and over again. And if that's not your experience, well, then there's something that you ought and I ought to do about it if we are lacking therein. Because we cannot exhaust him. He is overwhelming indeed. And the more we seek him, is the more to be found of him. And the more that we find out of this Savior of ours, is the more that our love for him would be stronger and deeper and more enduring. I love the line there in the chorus that says, I want to sit at your feet and drink from that cup in your hand. Like that disciple who loved you, each of us have the privilege of declaring that we are now that disciple who loves him. We're going to lean back up against him and, and just hear the throbbing of the heartbeat. What an imagery. An imagery that all of us can hold dear to and pursue the God who loves us and who demonstrated his love for, for us. All the way to Calvary he went for you and me. And my sisters and brothers, what he requires of us... <laughs> is undivided devotion to him, to walk now with him, to walk with him in intimacy, to walk with him and experience a deeper, a deeper level of love between the Father and yourself. I don't want us to so quickly forget the price that was paid for our redemption. You see, there is more in God for us. There is more that he would have us to experience there is more that he desires to do through you and through me. I said there is more. We are not going to settle just for where we are. We're not just going to settle for second best. We're going to trust God in and through our lives to the praise of his glory. The scripture today that i like to share with us is coming from the book of Isaiah. The Jews, as they were then and today, we're looking for a Messiah to come as King of Kings and Lord of Lords. They were looking for the Messiah who will come and deliver them from the heavy-handedness of the Romans and from those that held them in captivity. They were looking for that redemptive work, not so much in the realm of the Spirit, but in the natural. 
I said that's what they were looking for, but God had a bigger plan. Hallelujah. He had a plan that included you, the Gentile, and included me, the Gentile. He had a plan that was both for Jew and Gentile, and that was not just to liberate a nation, but to liberate a people, to liberate a world from the bondage of the oppressiveness of Satan, of Lucifer. He came in Christ Jesus to set us free, not just for the earthly sojourn, but for for all eternity, the work of Calvary was not just to, to liberate a people so that we can live out our 70 years or how many on this earthly plane. It was a liberation, if you would, so that we can experience an eternity with God through Christ. Isaiah 55 reminds us, it says, come all you who are thirsty. Come to the waters, and you who have no money, come buy and eat. Come buy wine and milk without money and without cost. Why spend money on what is not bread, and your labor on what does not satisfy? Listen, listen to me. And eat what is good, and you will delight in the riches of fair. Give ear and come to me. Listen, that you may live. I will make an everlasting covenant with you. My faithful love promised to David. What he promised to David is what he will display in our lives. And the fourth verse said, See, I have made him, David, a witness to the people. I've made David a ruler of the people. Surely you will summon nations to you. You will summon nations you know not. And nations you do not know will come running to you because of the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel. For he has endowed you with splendor. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake their ways and the unrighteous their thoughts. And let them turn to the Lord. And the Lord, he will have mercy on them and to our God. For our God, he will freely pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts. Neither are your ways my way. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so far are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. As the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish, so that it yields seeds for the sower and bread for the eater, so is my word that goeth forth out of my mouth. It will not return empty, but it will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. Hallelujah. You, you will go out with joy and be led forth in peace. The mountains and the hills will burst into song before you. And all the trees of the field, they will clap their hands. 
Instead of the thorn bush will grow the juniper. This will be for the Lord renowned, for an everlasting sign that will endure forever. Praise the Lord. What God purposed for his people, no devil in hell would be able to stop. What God purposed for your life and mine will come to fruition because he is the God who watches over his word to bring his word to fruition in the lives of his people. The sixth and the seventh verses is where I'd like to camp out for a few minutes. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Call upon him. His ear is open to the faintest of cries from his people. Forsake wicked ways. And all of us have something that we can cast off. Let the Spirit of God bring that to your heart and attention. In return, I said in return, you see, God who loves us can speak so firmly in addressing those things in our lives that are seeking to devour the place where he rightfully should occupy. The word of God says, for the ones who will return, God says, I will be merciful. I will have mercy on them. And I will freely, isn't that right? Isn't that what you read there? He said, I would freely pardon. And so, brothers and sisters, you and I have a story to tell as we go forth as a witness for God in Christ. And we can call upon all people from all walks of life, despite where they have been and what they have done, because the God who calls them unto himself is going to freely pardon. This is the season of grace. This is the season of reconciliation. And you, and even you, are called to be a minister of reconciliation. And God wants to work with you and through you. He wants to expand his kingdom with your aid. Your voice being his voice. Hallelujah. Your hands being an extension of his hands to those that are hurting, for those that are torn down, for those that are feeling as though there is no hope. You can make and will make a difference because greater is he that is in you than all that is happening around about us in this world. He said, seek him. Call upon him. Why? Because his ear is open to our cry. He loves us. And if we ever doubt, we just need to reflect back on what hopefully all of us had focused on last week. And that was the cross. It wasn't just a time for us to remember for one day. It was a remembrance for what was accomplished and where we are going because of the accomplished work of the cross. Call upon him. Woman of God, call on him. Son and daughters, call on the Lord. His ear is open to your cry. And your answer will come as you seek after him. You see, he's the good, good father, is he not? And he sees and knows all things. He's saying to us in love, come to me. And I'm so thankful that he let us know what his response is going to be. Because left to man, we would be banished. But God says, as you come, God says, I'll be merciful to you. 
and I will freely or abundantly pardon you. Return, return to the Lord. Jeremiah 29 and 13, he says, when you seek me, you will find me when you seek me with all of your heart. In Deuteronomy 4 and 29, on this topic of seeking and seeking God, we read, but if from there you seek the Lord your God, you will find him. If you seek him with all of your heart and with all of your soul, God is talking to us as his dear beloved children. You know him as Savior and Lord. He's not finding him as a Savior, but I want to find God in the midst of this mess. I want to find God in the midst of this stagnation. God, where are you? How do I get beyond this? God says, seek me. We, we want an answer. But God says, seek me. We want a one, two, three formula to get out of this. And God's saying to us in the midst of all of that, he says, seek me. It's in Hebrews 11 and 6. And without faith, it is impossible to please God. Because anyone who comes to him must, M-U-S-D, believe that he exists. And he is the rewarder. Here it is. That's what we're all waiting on, the reward. Isn't that right? The reward in good health. The reward in the financial breakthroughs. The reward in the relationships. The reward in so many areas. He will reward those who earnestly seek him. God attaches everything to seeking him. Because he wants a love relationship with us. It was his love that took him to the cross. And I know in your flesh and in mine, we have this, this yearning to be independent. Didn't we all experience it as we grew up? Can't wait until we're 18. Can't wait until we're able to vote and able to drive and all of that. That sense of independency. And it is also true in the realm of the spiritual things. The sense of being independent of God. When it's just the reverse is what is so crucial to the victorious life. The reward will be for those who earnestly seek me. And our last scripture text this afternoon is coming from Matthew's gospel, the sixth chapter and the 33rd verse. It says, but seek the Lord, but seek first the kingdom and his righteousness. Seeking the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things, God says, I'll give them to you. I'll give them to you as well. But just seek me. He wants you. He wants me to seek him. And my brothers and sisters, as we go into the furtherance of this Sunday, may we enjoy the brilliance of the sun that God has availed to us. May we enjoy a place of comfort in our homes but may we do so with a heart that consistently pursue him like a love relationship, like you see with those who are in love. <laughs> can't stop texting, can't stop calling. Let us increase the intimacy with our God and experience more of him. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father.
The Lord bless you and keep you. It is he who makes his face to shine in you. Oh, how he is gracious unto you. The Lord our God, he lifts up his countenance on you and he grants you his shalom, his peace. May the peace of God goes with you. Rule, rest, and abide with you both now and always. And the people of God says, Amen and Amen. I welcome you to join us on Tuesday as we come into the room for prayer. Love you all. Looking forward to hearing you in the room. God bless. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father.